Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. Listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Food. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. You don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast, your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I'm your host and foodie, Kristen, and with me is former cast member and future Club 33 member, Bubba. Hey, Bub, how you doing? Hi, I am excellent. Ready to talk about all the stuff we enjoyed over at the Food and Wine Festival. It's our big topic today over at Disney California. Yes, oh. today's, today's delicious discussion is the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> and that's all we're talking about. I mean, because we've got so much stuff to discuss with that. So uh, let's I'm just go so ahead. Happy. I'm so happy that you got to at least come and enjoy it for the day. I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. And I was glad that you and Taylor were there as well because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Oh, I mean, so much fun. how often do we get to do things together that involve something cool like that? And especially, yeah, we have a dining podcast and we have, did we get to do this together? Yeah, everything we usually do is like separate. <laughs> <laughs> and we even got our picture with one of the chefs who was doing one of the culinary demonstrations. So now we have an official photo that I need to to post onto the uh, website. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was fun. That so was. let's go ahead, dig in, and let's start with... Um, because, of course, this is taking place now through April 16th. You have uh, culinary demonstrations, beverage seminars. There's all kinds of tasting booths to check out. And you did a few of the demonstrations. So let's let's start there. Yes. Yeah, so we they did have a couple, uh, a few free ones throughout the day. But they also had um, paid ones that you can do inside Studio 17, which is in Hollywood land in Disney, California. So, uh, well, the first thing we did, uh, we had a seminar, seminar, sorry, demo seminar with uh, culinary Disney California culinary director, Chef John State. So he's basically in charge of all the food you'll see inside California Adventures. So we didn't know who we were going to see. It just said Disneyland Chef on, on the uh, schedule. So we didn't find out until maybe 30 minutes before the uh, seminar who we were actually going to see. So when we found out who it was, we were very excited and actually got to meet him a couple minutes before the 
um, seminar. He was at one of his booths right outside of the uh, Studio 17, and I said, oh, he, he's like, hey, how's your day going? He actually started talking to me first. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to see a, a seminar right now over in Stage 17 at 12 o'clock. He's like, oh, where are you going to see me? And I'm like, oh, well, and I looked at his name. It's like Chef John State. And I said, oh, so uh, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm the culinary director here at California Adventures. And so I, and it's funny, too, because all the employees are kind of like looking at uh, like laughing like I didn't know who he was. And I'm like, well, I've, I've never heard your name before. And he's like, yeah, he's our boss, basically. He has to tell us everything we do. So I'm like, oh, that's funny. So it was it was great. We got to talk just for a little bit before the the show. And uh, it started. They had a nice setup inside a of the stage 17 i did post you know a picture or two of how it was set up and on my instagram account which we'll talk about later and uh it started off great we had a nice host she introduced uh, uh herself i forgot her name she was a great host she was also a chef too um she talked about what was going on with the food and wine festival kind of like promoted it too before the show he introduced john state and he made us one of his signature dishes which is featured at paradise garden grill in california adventures which is the sausage trio uh we he did we all had little notebooks too they gave us little itty bitty notebooks with uh disney pins um you know bottled water so that way we can clear our palate when we tried stuff and we could write stuff down on too like what he ingredients he was using and all this stuff it was nice too they had a big screen right above where he was cooking so you can see everything he was doing straight down you know what the grill and everything he was uh what looked like and he basically started from uh, scratch all the way to the finished product which like i said it is the sausage uh trio sampler which included three types of sausages which was bratwurst bratwurst and kielbasa and he made this incredible i've never had this before braised red cabbage salad which was phenomenal was out of this world well also with the warm uh, potato salad, which blended well with all the uh, with the sausage and the red uh, cabbage, and it was nice too. They had a lot, um, these guys all come out with the with the plates and set it down nicely to us. I felt like we were at like a nice fancy dinner after the product was made. Uh, he was very funny talking about how how he uh, came up with this dish dish from uh, start to finish. He used uh, a local sausage company that was in Anaheim who came from Italy to Anaheim and uh, you could buy these great homemade sausages from them. Um, I'll try to figure out the name later. Started with the V, but uh, it was amazing. It was a, one was a veal sausage, which I believe was the botwurst. I've never really had veal before and it was so smooth, so tasty. Um, and with the, the kielbasa was out of this world. I've never had kielbasa um, like that with that flavor before. And uh it, Everything was just nice. It, the, it was about an hour long, hour and f 15 minutes. Afterwards, he did do a Q&A with everybody if they had questions about anything, whether it was his dish or whether how he got started working for Disney or what he does in the park. I think I asked him, how do you figure out what you need to do, what you need to make? You know, you got all these people coming into the park. How would you know what you need, you know, ingredients wise, and like you need tubs of this, tubs of that. And he's like, it's just all simple math and everything like that. We figure out how many people come in each year. And, you know, if we have an event going on, we up the, uh, you know, the stuff that we need to make and all this, uh, you know, it's, it's just all science, he said, uh, when it comes to figuring that stuff out. But it was a great uh, seminar. 
they had a lot throughout the day with different chefs from around uh, Anaheim in California. But the one that we, I'm glad we went to that one because he's exclusively Disney. So I know we can possibly see him again if we ever go to the park. Um, he did another meet and greet afterwards where uh, I did get a picture taken with him, uh, which I did post also on my Instagram. And it, it was a nice uh, seminar. I'm glad I did it. Uh, it I want to say it was around $32 with our pass holder discount. Um, so it was definitely worth it. And I'm glad I got to do it. Like I said, you can try that dish out over at uh, the Paradise Garden Grill in California Adventures anytime you want to. I believe it's around uh, $11, and it was definitely worth it. I'm so glad I did that seminar. Wow. <laughs> I'll have to do that next, try that next time because it's very, you know, having bought worst and brought worst and um, braised red cabbage, warm potato salad. That's a very like German dish. It's yeah, definitely. It oh, that's right up your alley. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so as soon as we left uh, that seminar, we went outside where they had another setup out on the main stage outside where you can watch free seminars. And uh, we we knew we were going to this next one because it was one of our favorite dishes that we had last year, which was the maple bacon bourbon whoopie pie. Well, this year they made it again, but they took out the bourbon. Um, you know, probably made a kid safe. You know, maybe kids were getting too drunk off of it for having it last. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so we got to see the free demonstration with that with Chef Christina or gel or or gel i asked her what her last name so it's like the you know the stuff you put on your teeth like yeah it's almost like that <laughs> so but she's one of the assistant pastry chefs for disney california adventures and she made this dish last year so uh, the maple bacon bourbon whoopie pie uh so i asked why they took it out and they they she did say well we wanted to make it more you know family friendly uh people said it didn't need the bourbon that their kid their kids tried it and you know it's kind of heavy so they did it without the bourbon but she said you can always just replace a little bit replace some of the uh liquids with bourbon if you ever want to make it uh so it was great i that was a fun demo which the funniest thing about that demo they have these uh pictures we took pictures in front when you came the next day we took pictures in front of that stage well if you see if you ever see the picture there's these two disney california food and wine festival um signs that are on the main stage during her demonstration one of them like literally fell right off and made a loud bang oh, <laughs> it scared wow. everybody. It was kind of scared everybody we all saw it fall but it scared her really because <laughs> she couldn't see it she was on the other side of the table and it just fell flat on the floor and that was probably one of the funniest things we laughed for like a good five minutes about that and she kept bringing it up during the demonstration <laughs> but that was uh we didn't get you don't get to try those dishes unfortunately you could just get to see them make it on what the finished product looks like it lasted around 45 minutes and you know another fun demo that we did uh right after the uh the main one that we did in stage 17 and then the other so we had done open. we had done um the next day did the Korean barbecue yes. beef short rib taco demonstration which was in the same place and the I really like that you know the fact that you can see them make those dishes that are available and it's pretty nice yeah and the best thing about it is that you get to you can ask them questions afterwards if you miss something or if you want to change it up uh for you know allergy for allergy reasons they they give you advice on, oh, you can do this instead of that or add this, um, you know, and the, that taco 
was probably one of the best things I had too, because you got to try that in one of the booths um, at the at the Food and Wine Festival, which was like right across from the stage. LA style. LA style, which we can already get to right now. So those are the three demos. We did one more seminar. It was a uh, a beer tasting seminar, and that that was also a paid one. I believe the price on that was uh, around twenty one dollars with our. Uh, annual pass holder discount. And that was with one of my favorite. I loved it so much. It's called uh, a ciders, which they make premium craft ciders. Um, they are family owned. They've been around since 1993. They're one of the longest running independent ciders cideries in the country. And, you know, everybody can enjoy these ciders because they're all natural, gluten-free, no added sugars or flavorings. Um, you know, they said it's a great alternative when it comes to, you know, beer or wine. And we got to try three of their ciders the Space Blood Orange Craft Cider, one of their premium ciders, which they make like once or twice a year, which is called the Blackjack 21 Cider, which is a little bit more of a alcohol content. And then my favorite cider, which is, they said, their highest selling uh, cider right now in the in the country, which is their Pineapple Hard Cider, which I, I think you've had that before, I believe. I have. They do yes. have that available at Walt Disney World as well. Yes. Uh, oh, it's, Jack Lindsay's oh. Hangar Bar is one of the places I know for a fact you can get in, but it's really good. It's very easy to drink. And if you don't like cider, it's a really, it's a really good choice thing. Cause I'm not, I'm not really a cider drinker. Um, mm-hmm. Al don't like cider, but this one I could drink one. Yeah. I, I bought a six pack like a couple months ago and I was drinking like it was water. I'm like, wow, I need to slow down. <laughs> Cause it was, it's, it's so good. The taste is so amazing. The pineapple, you can't even tell it's a cider really almost, but it is. And uh, what's great about this company is that the owner of the, um, of the brewery, his wife was in the very first Star Wars movie as a background character in the cantina oh scene. Yes. Yeah, so they talked about the story. So some of their stuff, it's kind of, they um, kind of, you know, add little Star Wars hints to their labels and stuff like the space cider. They wanted to, they wanted to call it space cider, you know, for, you know, being out in space, stuff like that. But yeah, there, he was telling us a story that his mother, um, it was his mother, the guy who did the, uh, demo was the son of the uh founder his mother was in the very first star wars as a background character he even gave the name i try to write the name down so fast uh, i forgot what it was because i guess they gave every no matter who you were in the movie everybody had a name and a like a little background story oh that's cool so yeah um, so she was just that she was all dressed in makeup and everything. You couldn't really tell, you know, tell who she was because of the makeup and everything they put on her. But I thought that was one of the coolest things in the world. I'm like, I knew I liked this brewery for a reason. <laughs> and that just made me love it even more. Um, so that was very nice. That was about another 45 minutes. They gave the history of from bringing, you know, apple seeds to America, even talking about Johnny Appleseed and, uh, you know, everything that was going on when uh, prohibition was going, was happening too. how they cut down all the cider trees um, because cider was a very popular thing in uh, America during that time. And they, they cut down every, possibly every cider tree they could find, but not all of them, thank God. <laughs> um, you know, it's, you know, it's even 
even better about the fact that she was in the Star Wars movie um, is I, I'm trying to find it, but on their website, it says that she, where she was an extra was in the iconic bar scene. Yeah. The cantina scene. Yes. Yes. I mean, which yes. makes me cooler, you know, <laughs> which is that's when, it, when they told that story, I'm just like, I'm like this the whole time. And I'm like a little kid. <laughs> I just, are you kidding me? Really? And, you know, everybody was was just in awe with this story. (laughs) Okay. It says here, played Bria Tonica. Bria Tonica. Because we said, oh, it's just like tonic. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that was a great seminar, too. Um, Lots of laughs going on. The Star Wars story just made it go over the top right there and but not only that the the beer was the ciders were excellent oh i mean i tried to drink it as slow as i could because if i i would have drank them all in the first five minutes and then we had like oh we got another 40 minutes of this seminar i better slow down <laughs> <laughs> luckily my wife does she didn't drink too much cider so i had a sip of hers a couple times too so that was excellent. We have but to find all, a yeah. drink that's like for her because she's just not much of a drinker. Well, she did. She loved the, um, uh, I believe it was the space cider. It was just the thing about the space cider, it's unfiltered. So it was very, you know, you couldn't even see through it. A lot of pulp at the bottom. You know, she said, if this was a little bit filtered, I, I think I might drink this all the time. But because uh, she likes that blood orange type taste. Yeah. And it was, yeah. But if you, if you look at the bottom of the glass, I, I believe I also posted a picture, but you can't see it too well. You see a lot, some pulp at the bottom where you can tell that, yeah, this is definitely unfiltered, but still tastes great. Okay. So we've talked about the demonstrations. Let's talk about, because they did have some booths set up throughout um, where you could sample things that were being sold by local businesses. So. Yes. Um, our favorite, I would say, had to be Leonardo E. Roberto's Gourmet Blends. <laughs> and he makes um, both balsamic vinegars as well as olive oils. And they're all done um, the way they do them in Italy, um, which I thought was really interesting. And some of the flavors that we tried was um, the black cherry. There oh, was, was a black, black currant. That was really good. Um, dark chocolate. We also tried. Um, I, jalapeno, you tried I it too, I think. Jalapeno. Yeah, the jalapeno, uh, the coconut. They have a white balsamic. Yes. Um, and there was like a couple other that I tried. But they had, oh my what's gosh. great is they let you sample everything. She, he, they had so many bottles out there, and you could sample every bottle that you, anytime, any, and as much as you wanted too, which was great because we were there the day before. And, um, you know, we were waiting for the demonstration because it it's right outside of the uh, the uh, uh, free one. And, you know, I started trying some. I'm like, oh, this is really good, you know, trying some of these. And then when you came, I was like, oh, we got to go over to this booth over here. And, you know, luckily the owner, Leonardo, that's what they call him. <laughs> um, he was there. <laughs> it was really nice that we, we got to talk to him about everything. Yeah, Lenny was really cool. It's just Lenny on his name tag. Yeah, um, Lenny. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, his uh, company is called Gourmet Blends. And, you know, often if you get balsamic vinegar, it can be a little almost sour sometimes. Um, And that's usually because it's not a high quality. And I would highly recommend if you're somebody who's just like, I really just don't like balsamic vinegar to give his a try because they're really good. Um, high I quality. Say, I'm not, I don't like, I don't excellent eat flavor. I don't, I don't eat balsamic vinegar or drink it. I don't, but I enjoyed all of these and I'm like, I got to start trying these a lot more. 
especially these flavors right here. And they're, you know, the thing is, is you can do some really interesting things with um, vinegars as well. Like the dark chocolate. Um, the one thing that I've done is you take strawberries, just cut them in mm. half and drizzle some of the dark chocolate on top of that. Wow. It's, you know, it's one of those things to some people you're thinking, why would you put vinegar with strawberries? But it makes a really, really nice like it it goes really nice it's like a nice little you know snack or dessert um and think it's healthy too you know instead of having you know for people who like chocolate covered strawberries this is much healthier than having a, a chocolate covered strawberry you know using the vinegar yeah. on it and still get especially for people who you know are trying to do you know low carb or dieting and, and are looking for a healthy alternative vinegar is added to certain um fruits uh are amazing um but dark chocolate with strawberries definitely worth trying oh wow and that's what i love about the you know the food and wine festival last year and this year that they let these businesses come in so you can you know try i know you've never heard i've never heard of these people before with gourmet blends and now after this i'm like okay we got to start finding out you know where we can which stores we can go to or how to we can you found out we can order online too stuff so you know that's i like it you get your name out there and he he impressed us big time at that festival that's why that's why we're talking about him because he's the food was the vinegars were excellent he was so friendly to us and i love lenny that was his name right lenny you know yep god God bless you lenny you're doing a great job (laughs) (laughs) but i do want to mention one thing um he doesn't have he has the vinegars for sale but there's also another olive oil uh, company that's there so you can't buy his olive oils at the festival but they are available online and um he did have some that he was pairing because they're infused so he's got like a meyer lemon olive oil a blood orange lime garlic rosemary um so there's some really unique um infused olive oils that you can get um on his website and for anybody who's interested in that um we will have it in the show notes um but it's gourmetblends.us so um you can order online uh, they also do you know other tasting events so they see said um you can find those um on the website as well but yeah gourmet blends really like their stuff really good yes. Okay, so there was that, and then um, they also have, there's like... Uh, we should probably oh, talk about the AP Pass, too. We have the AP Passes that uh, were very helpful. Yes, yes. These, that was definitely the way to go. Before we yes. get into our review of um, what we tried at the different booths, let's talk about, as you said, the annual pass 2017 sip sip and saver pass is what it's called. Yes. So they're pretty cool because you get it and it comes with the lantern. I'll let you tell everybody more about it, Bubba. So this is another reason to be an annual pass holder for Disney. Disneyland, maybe Disney World too. Um, I don't know if they have this type of pass when it comes to their food and wine festival. But this, uh, oh, so amazing. $45 uh, in the Studio 17 where they had the uh, seminars. They did have a merchandise area and stuff for APs to purchase, which is where you can purchase your uh, Sip and Saber Pass. Uh, $45, you get eight tabs. All of my tabs are gone. So there was six or three on each side and two at the bottom. And uh, it also came with the menu, which is one of these. Mine kind of came off. 
but you know it showed you where everything was i hope you if this is another reason why you guys need to watch on youtube because we can show you what everything looks like too so um if you're listening on the podcast look look us up on youtube also so you can see what all this stuff looks like but yeah it has the menu of all the booths that you can try at the food and wine festival and definitely worth the money you probably overall saved anywhere from 11 to 15 dollars on what you uh depending on what you purchased because the big advice we even said it to on the last podcast buy the expense get the expensive stuff with the tabs don't get like the four dollar three dollar stuff get the seven dollar the eight dollar stuff and see i got um when I, i did all the math on it to figure out what um what I saved and everything I picked was between uh, six seventy five and seven seventy five, and I saved fourteen dollars. So I mean, that's a pretty $14. significant savings when you think about it. You're saving about twenty five percent off what it would have cost you. Yes, you know, overall. So you couldn't use it on alcohol, but you could use it on drinks that didn't have alcohol. Um, you know, and there was a lot of them. There was the uh, a lot. Boba was very popular when it came to the drinks, but it was. This is definitely something you had to get if you're still going to the uh, you know the food and wine festival before it ends april 16th definitely get one of these passes or have a friend who's an ap maybe they could do it for you and another great thing about them is that when you did use a tab at a at a booth you got a different ap button and different colors so you could get you know these little ap buttons that just you know look yeah exactly Kristen probably yep, almost collected all of them so each booth had a different color unfortunately some did run out so they had to use uh, the same color at different booths but you know that's oh, definitely how another- I got lucky because all the booths that I went to had a different color yeah so had a different color different. so you got yeah and I think there was like t- oh how many booths were there because of course, in order to get every single pen, you would have to buy two. Yeah. And you can yes. only get the pens. Even if you're an AP and you ask them for one, they're not supposed to give it to you. Yeah. It's only <laughs> when you redeem the little tabs. Or when you redeem the little tabs. Then that was another nice little offering because everybody like would want to call Everybody likes buttons. Who doesn't like buttons? <laughs> and, you know, nice little touch when it came to that. They also had a lot of exclusive annual pass holder merchandise they had shirts my wife bought one of the annual pass holder shirts they also had a nice pin which i found out sold out a couple days ago and i'm glad i got one um which is this one right here it's very big it's huge yeah i didn't realize how big it was and i just i don't even know if i want to put on a lanyard because it's so big i wasn't expecting that big they did have another one which you purchased that was um it was the, the logo it, was, yeah. and it had the, the food and wine festival did it have mickey on there too mm. i believe it i think I it did remember if it did or not yeah um you know so that was another nice another thing for ap's if you went over to the beer gardens over there they had another booth for ap's where you can collect each week during the food and wine festival they had a button for you to you know designed by a different disney artist so you you saw one of the buttons on your lanyard, I believe. You yes. had one of the bigger. It's one of the bigger ones. Yes. Yeah. So was, you know that's you know that's awesome too. It's the shape of Mickey right there. Um, so each week they came out with a different one which you could collect. Uh, they do have you are limited to one per day that you are there. You can't get any more. Uh, 
another thing that was nice is that you got to do take a picture in a picture booth with a, a special uh, Disney photographer with the Disney logo and they could do little poses where they can add stuff. So me and my wife took one where it looks like we're holding Remy. Which Aww, was, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that one was cute. I, I like that one. That's uh, what I want. I want like, <laughs> Remy. We try, well, we try to sneak <laughs> you in too so that we're trying to just come in and just come and see it. Just take a picture. Uh, that was another little nice thing for annual pass holders. Uh, but yeah, if, like I said, being an annual pass holder, it's definitely one of the perks. Uh, and thank you, Disney, for doing that for APs. Keep it up when it comes to treating us well. Because <laughs> we're paying a lot of money now. <laughs> right. And we're probably going to be paying more soon, which I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bob. <laughs> Let's start talking a little bit about um, the various booths the that we went to. The um, yes. And one of the cool things that they have, uh, Walt Disney World does these as well, except Walt Disney World has done away with the stamps and now there's stickers and you just put it in yourself. But um, it's a tasting passport and it has inside lists all of the different um, booths with the menus so you can mark off what you like, what you know, what you tried. Um, and then there's like little circles for um, them to put the, the stamps in there. Um, and each different place has a different stamp. So like um, mm -hmm. the garlic kissed has a little picture of a garlic that they stamp on there and stuff. And it's pretty cool. And when you do complete it, they give you a final stamp. I don't know. Did you complete yours? I did not. <gasps> oh, and well, I, I forgot to get the LA style stamp when we were over there. Yeah, so that's which is why we walked little, over there to begin with. <laughs> there's a little completion stamp. I visited all the booths. But well, the thing about that was cool is that you could, if you didn't like this, uh, any of the food there, you know, like, you know what? I Can you just stamp this for me? They'll do it for you, which is nice. But, you know, we, I, I literally ate at every booth. So I'm glad. <laughs> like, I deserve a stamp. <laughs> So but the, yeah, so many booths this year. So many booths. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, let's start at the beginning with the two places. Um, actually, there's three places that are in the, the little section um, in Hollywood. And you had LA Style, Winology, and the Brew House. Now, I went to Winology, and they had a sangria flight, which was a white, a red, and a peach sangria. And I have to say that surprisingly, I like the peach sangria the best. Peach sangria? Yeah, the red one just didn't have a lot of flavor. The white was really good, um, but the peach I was surprised with. I'm not a big sangria person. I've tried it before. Eh, I guess it was too It can be hit or miss. Yeah, it can be. And that was all and right we, with the wine, the wine one. Uh, oh, okay. I know which booth that was at. Yes. And then we both uh, had stuff from LA Style. Now, I did the Korean uh, barbecue beef short rib tacos, which had uh, kimchi slaw on it. And I thought it was really good. Yes, that, that was one of the hits for me when I had it. Because I'm because I, I didn't try it at all. You know, we watched the demonstration for it. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I definitely got to try this because they... I think if I'm hearing this correctly, they marinate the meat for like two days. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was very tasty. Also, but also at that booth, they had the, uh, the, um, what was it? The uh, teriyaki chicken pineapple uh, slider. Yes. Oh, sorry. I have the notes right here. Yeah. Koreans chicken teriyaki slider with spicy dole pineapple jam i loved that to death too i 
Taylor wasn't big on it. You know, she said it just tastes like a teriyaki chicken, but with that pineapple uh, dole uh, jam, that that made it a hit for me right there. Yeah, I like pineapple jam. Yeah, I've never had pineapple jam before. I love pineapple pineapple cider, pineapple this, pineapple that, but never had pineapple jam. <laughs> and then they also had a drink that was one of the best drinks uh, that I had there. And this was non-alcoholic, and that was the dull pineapple strawberry float. Mm-mm-mm. They put a little strawberry boba balls in with ice cream, and then they put the, uh, the uh, pineapple juice in there, mixed it all up. Oh, it was so tasty. Very good. They give you these big boba straws so you can suck the boba balls through and, you know, get that burst of strawberry flavor once, you know, once it's there. And yeah, tasty, tasty for the LA booth. Yeah, boba definitely seemed to be the theme that they had going on this year. Yeah, they did. A lot of the stuff had boba. And um, I did have a cider from the, uh, I forgot what the beer booth is called, or not a cider. I had a hard root beer, Coney Island hard root beer float with chocolate ice cream. Mmm, mmm. Mm, that I was, was over with the brew. Yeah, over at the brew the house. Brew, yeah, the brew house. So they, you know, they put chocolate ice cream in first. Then they crack open a bottle of the uh, Coney Island hard cider, hard root beer cider. And, you know, you have your choice, too, if you just want it without the ice cream, with vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream. I had to go with chocolate, of course. And I thought the chocolate was better than what you usually get with vanilla. With I thought vanilla. it oh, added yeah. like another complexity to the float. Well, I mean, with root beer, it's there's vanilla in it anyway. So are you just throwing as vanilla on vanilla? Mix in some chocolate with vanilla? Wow. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Go figure, huh? <laughs> well, one of my favorite booths that we went to was the nuts and cheese booth. And I think we both had the baked ham and Swiss cheese croquette monsieur roll with smoked pistachios. That's definitely in my top three of what I had there. You know, yeah. Even Taylor. I think Taylor, that was one of her top things, too. Yeah. I remember her saying that. I could definitely have had a few more of them. Yes, I could have, too. Like, just give me the whole roll just like that. And I'll just eat it just like whole. Yeah. Pistachios, I thought, added a nice texture and that little bit of crunch into it. Yes. Then, you know, because with sandwiches, you know, they're soft. You know, you got the the sauce and the ham and everything that I believe it was uh, the cheese sauce that was on top of it. With that, it with the pistachios, definitely added a bang to it that just made it over the top when it came to taste and, you know, how how you you know you crunched into it mm, mm, mm. and then a little bit of saltiness too let's see where now did you go to the artichokes i, I did artichokes. do yes i did i had the fried artichoke carbonara now the taste was great unfortunately with the fried artichokes they may have been in the steamer for a little bit too long so they were kind of soft and uh, you know so i wasn't I didn't like the consistency. I felt like I was just eating a soft, warm, a soft artichoke. You know, when when I hear fried artichoke, I'm like, oh, it's going to be nice and crisp. You know, that, that taste that I love. Uh, as for the carbonara sauce, it was amazing. You know, I do. I'd love a great carbonara sauce. And, uh, you know, mixed in with the, I know if this was fresh, I probably would have been, this would have been devoured in seconds. But because of the, how soft the artichokes were it just didn't blend well and not only that because it was soft the carbonara kind of soaked into the bread and made it a little bit soggier too Ooh, yeah and i even yeah i told one of the chefs there too um you know because he asked how my day was i was right there and 
you know, he's like, oh, have you had anything at this booth? I'm like, yeah, I had that and told him it tasted great. I just told him, you know, unfortunately, it was soft. I don't know if you guys have it in the warmer too long. So he told me, yeah, unfortunately, we can't fry it in front of you in these booths. So we have to fry it at the kitchen and then bring it over. So he apologized, but... Yeah, they're not really allowed to cook anything in those booths, so they have to bring everything over from the nearest kitchen. Uh, you know, if it's I didn't fried. know that. Yes, yes. So yeah, wow. There's no, grill, okay. there's no grills. There's no fryers. There's you know, it's you know, just a lot of the warmers and um, you know, the little warming tables and stuff like that. So wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense then about why it wouldn't have been had that crispiness. Yeah. Which I understood. I understood that completely. And, you know, I wasn't mad. I'm like, oh, this is horrible. Take it back. No, I understood. Like, you know, they can't fry anything here, so they have to keep it in the warm. And I knew right away, you know, what the problem was when I bit into it. Yeah. And I, I wasn't mad about it because I know, you know, they, yeah, you just can't fry anything fresh in those booths. Well, that might help them decide to not do that same dish and do something different next time you know maybe yeah but that's what i had at the artichoke booth i heard that the orange iced tea was amazing i don't fortunately i didn't get that um but a lot of people i talked to said that was one of the um top drinks too next to the dole the the pineapple dole thing that was one of the top drinks yeah i remember hearing people talking about that when yeah, we were there they had little, like these orange ball boba balls at the bottom um you know like i said boba was very popular i should have gotten that i kind of regret not getting that <laughs> maybe they'll bring it back next year Maybe, maybe, or maybe I got to drive down there this next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see, garlic kissed. That was one of the uh, one of the most popular things they said was there, which I didn't try. Was the garlic rosemary and avocado oil ice cream pop? Apparently, it was a big. It's been a big hit. Yeah, they were I've sold seen. out of it. Yeah, they were sold out. Um, you know, I it was very iffy on trying it, but we couldn't try it because they were sold out. But we did have the. Uh, did we have the pork? Yeah, we did have the pork belly bao taco. Um, well, you did have that. Yes, we did that the day before. Uh, it was. They had one last year. I believe. I think last year's was way better than this one because. They said it was soy braised this year. Well, I don't know. Maybe it made a taste difference. Um, but I did love the black garlic that was um, that was in it. That kind of a, gave it a great kick. We didn't try the tenderloin because they said it was. Oh, uh, no, I tried tenderloin. that. You did, though. Okay. I did. Remember, I gave you my last couple bites. Yes, that's right. That was the last, last thing bites. I had to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stuff. Yeah. Um, people said it was just kind of the same as last year, but it was still tasty. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you gave me your last bite. I remember. <laughs> I think they could have um, used a little more garlic in the chimichurri sauce. The beef was nice. It was tender. Um, but I like my chimichurri sauce with a little bit more garlic to it. Mm. But I thought it was really good. <clears throat> okay, so let's see. What was next? Um, oh, the craft brews. That's right. Yes, over at the beer garden. Yes. We, we got. An, it was nice because it's a nice shaded area because you came on a hot day. Well, it wasn't hot. It was just the sun was out. I, I got a nice tan. I know that. <laughs> so it was a nice, nice little area we could rest at. Okay. But, luckily, uh, I took a, I did take a picture of the menu, so I know which one I had, and it was the Anaheim yes. Brewery La Marina Dark Lager, and I like dark beer, so I tried that. Um, and the nice thing about a dark lager is it's not heavy like a porter or a stout. It just is dark in color. 
um, still has that lager lightness to it um, with more flavor. Mm. Which ones nice. did you try there? Didn't. I had the Backstreet Brewery, not Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Brewery Spring Sour Cider. That hit the spot on a nice hot day, you know, and spring was in the air already that time. But uh, it had a great, you know, sourness at the end uh, with the... The cider taste was amazing, of course. Uh, you know, you could taste all the little fruits that was in there. There was a couple different fruits they said that was in there. I didn't catch uh, uh, get which ones. So it was it was really nice. I liked how uh, it just made it your tongue a little bit sour at the end when you, you know once it's in your palate and it just went down and it did it went down really nice really easily. So that was a good one. Uh, next was the bacon twist. Mm. Now I know this is one now. Did it now? The first time you guys got the smoked bacon mac and cheese with the barbecue seasoned crispy onions. Now you had some issues with that the first time, right? Well, yeah, it. We felt like the mac and cheese tasted basically like you know the mac and cheese you make out of the box a little bit, you know. So we weren't impressed with the mac and cheese, but with the bacon and with the uh, the onion straws on top, you know, it added the smokiness flavor. I don't know if they try to add like a little bit smokiness to the mac and cheese because we couldn't taste it in the mac and cheese, but we could taste it with the, uh, you know, with the bacon and with the uh, onion straws. It did give it that kick, but we had it the next day, I think, and it tasted mm-hmm. a little bit different. It tasted a little bit. Wasn't it watery when you had it? The first time? Oh, that's the other mac and cheese, which we'll get to. That was, oh, okay. uh, yes, that was the, uh, the, uh, we'll talk about that one in a minute. <laughs> now, I like this mac and cheese, but again, I really like bacon and smoked bacon with the crispy onions on top. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I want to start I doing really that. Liked I want to start making mac and cheese and putting bacon on top with the onion straws. I never thought about doing the onion straws on top, which was right. Re- it was nice. It still tasted good. It wasn't as great as I thought it would be, but. You know, still a good, if you love mac and cheese, you can't go wrong with it. And it I adds still, texture to it. Yes, it does. It does a great texture. But last year's is still still out of this world. Nobody can top last year's mac and cheese, which was the smoked chicken mac and cheese. I, was, uh, I still dream about that every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have, we also tried the maple bacon whoopie pie, which of course we had to try. And that's that was still amazing. Um, you know, I did miss the bourbon flavor to it, but... And it was a good size too. They give you that that uh, that whoopie pie is a nice big size for people to share. Um, so that one of the one of the highlights at the bacon twist, in my opinion. Now I know you guys did the lemon grove too. We did do the lemon grove. We had the lemon Meyer macaroon, uh, which we had last year, but it was it was still great this year. You know, with the raspberry dust on top. We didn't try any of the main foods, but we also did have the, did, you had wait. the duck confit. Oh yes, now I see it. <sighs> I wasn't too big on it, unfortunately. I did like the the potato smash that was with it. With the duck, I think you said it best. It's an acquired type taste, but I've had duck before. I it didn't taste like how I had it with that uh, duck confit, and uh, and I thought it could be a little bit. I I couldn't finish it all because I just I wasn't. I don't know if you had a bite too of it. Yeah, I don't know if you had a bite of it. No, when you said you didn't like it, I was like, I'm not even going to bother to try it because, number one, I don't normally eat duck. Um, (laughs) I grew up going to the lake and feeding the ducks, so I don't (laughs) eat the ducks. Um, I have had duck before. Um, bites of it, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do that. But when you said you didn't like it, I was like, I'm not even going to try it. There's no reason to. That's all good. 
<laughs> yeah, the thing about it is, I don't know why I was at the lemon grove because I didn't taste any lemon whatsoever. Wasn't there like lemon? Um, they they lemon put like a lemon garnish on it or something like that, but I didn't taste any lemon whatsoever. That was the thing. Maybe that's why I was disappointed. You but needed more than the Meyer lemon. Maybe. You know, the potato smash was good. It was, you know, but with that, yeah, the, with the duck, it was kind of like shredded almost in a way that yeah, well, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel it at all. So that's not that one. If you think you got, if you think you like duck, I would suggest trying it. But maybe I, it was the problem was I'm not a big duck person. But I just wanted to try, you know, give it a give it a whirl because the other stuff didn't really catch my eye. Um, but I did have the cherry lemonade there too at that booth, and you can't go wrong with cherry lemonade. They also had the boba balls in that too, little cherry <laughs> balls bottom. So you know, that, um, but that lemon Meyer macaroon still solid, spot on. <laughs> And then you didn't go over there, but I did, I believe. Was the seafood sustained? Yes, you did. And I had, um, it's the Verilasso sustained salmon tataki with avocado wasabi puree and furry cocky dust. Um, mm. If you like sushi, this is definitely a dish to try because the salmon is pretty raw um, and it has uh, it has really good flavor and texture if that's like what you like if you're wanting something that's like fully cooked salmon this is not the dish for you to try but i really enjoyed this um it was maybe i would say it was definitely in my top five dishes like i would i would get that again i liked it wow yeah nothing really caught my eye at the seafood booth this year so unfortunately i didn't try anything there yeah the deviled eggs you know the smoked trout i'm sure was interesting but with deviled eggs just didn't it didn't call to me yeah (laughs) <laughs> now, I'm guessing this is where you had your mac and cheese at the onion layer? Yes. Well, the onion layer, we tried all the food that was at the onion layer, um, except, yeah, we tried all of them. So we had the braised Wagyu beef with the creamy polenta. Amazing. Another one in my top three. Uh-huh. I absolutely was, agree because I had that yeah, too. Yeah. Delicious. The polenta was spot on. The vegetables that you got, they were like, I forgot what they were. It was like a harder green bean. It wasn't a green bean, but it was kind of uh, like haircut vert. Um, yeah. That, that the tasted, haircut vert. That was, um, tasted great. It gave it that nice crispiness with the, you know, because the polenta soft, the Wagyu beef, you know, it was shredded um, with that crispiness. It just made everything over the top too with that. And yeah, definitely one of my top threes there. So the uh, the mac and cheese that you were talking about earlier, it's a French onion mac and cheese. So when we got it on Friday, its presentation was out of one to five. It was out of two. It was just didn't look appetizing at all. They put way too much sauce. All you just saw was a puddle of sauce noodles at the bottom and then with the uh, french onion on top but as for taste it was great it tastes i it was very interesting to me because my taste buds didn't know what to think they're like i don't it was i, I just couldn't describe it it was kind of a weird feeling like i like it but i i don't like it in a way but i like it so i kept eating it trying to figure out am i, am I loving this thing next thing you know it's all gone so i'm like okay yeah i, I guess i did like it <laughs> <laughs> but you got it the next day and your presentation was amazing on your plate. <laughs> it was Michelle that got it. Oh, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle, one of our friends. She got it. And yeah, that I'm like, that looked so much better than I showed her it picture. It didn't even look like the same dish at all. Did not. Did not. So if you go on my Instagram, you can see what it looked like when we got on Friday. And it didn't look appetizing at all. But yeah, they 
fixed. I don't, I don't know how they fixed that up. I guess with mine, they were just trying to hurry up and throw everything together. Because there were the onion layer that was probably the longest line because everything everybody wanted something from there. Because we also had the chocolate hazel and raspberry tart, which also tasted amazing in my opinion. Great dessert, great dessert. Pastry puff pastry with the the raspberry filling inside. Um, you had a chocolate glaze on top, then, you know, spread out and it, I could eat that for breakfast every morning. <laughs> probably not the healthiest yeah. breakfast, but one of the tastiest, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's probably tastier than bacon, maybe healthier than bacon, but we'll see. <laughs> but it, yeah, definitely one of my best. That was the, my favorite booth was the onion layer because the the Wagyu beef, amazing. The dessert was amazing. The French onion mac and cheese. So I'm still trying to figure out, do I love it? Do I like it? But, you know, since I ate it all, I have to have loved it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Off the cob. I had one thing from off the cob, and that's when we were sitting over at the beer garden, which was the sweet corn nuggets with the beef, chi- beef chili. That was delish. It was sweet. You know what they, they, I believe they probably used a sweet corn. They fried up these little corn nuggets, added some uh, nice homemade chili on top. And we all tried it and thought we all thought it was great. It was, um, we also sat with one of our uh, friends, uh, Thomas, is I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm, Tommy. Yes. We sat with Tommy, um, Tommy picks. And uh, we all tried it when we all had pause, like, mm, this is very tasty. You know, that's probably in, not in my top three, but it's close up there. You no know, great little corn nuggets, sweet corn, homemade chili. I don't believe they added any cheese on top, which it didn't need. And um, it was a good amount, too. I thought the jackfruit carnita um, balmy nachos with cilantro crema and pickled uh, de gallo. I thought that sounded really good. But unfortunately, I only had like so much room in my stomach. So I decided that <laughs> there were a few other things on the menu that I really wanted to try. Um, so, unfortunately, I skipped that one. You skipped it. Oh. Um, but I did hit the sweet and sourdough and did the Bay Shrimp Louis salad. And it was served in a mini, um, what is it? Um, trying to think Red of the Bowl? name of the company. The sourdough oh, bowl. Uh, Bodine? Bodine? Bodine. Thank you. Yes, um, Bodine. I wish I had done the white cheddar lager soup instead. I mean, it was the salad was good, but it was definitely not my favorite. I had it the day before, and I loved it. Mine was huge, though, compared to yours, the one you got. The one I got, well, they put a lot of shrimp and salad in my bread bowl. Yours was a little bit smaller, but I... I fairly enjoyed it. You know, I've, I've never had shrimp Louis salad before, so it was something I did want to try. We had the cheddar lager soup last year, and everybody tasted the same. Taste, said it tasted the same um, this year, which it's one of the featured soups. You could probably get a Pacific Wharf, too, throughout the year, depending on when they have it. But um, I enjoyed it very much. So, Last but not least was the stops um, that we did to Paradise Garden Grill. Now, Taylor had gotten the caramel, uh, uh, salted caramel budino with vanilla bean chantilly cream, as well as the Bynum stitch cake, which had caramelized almonds filled with vanilla bean cream. I will have to say that <laughs> the budino was definitely the better of the two. Yes, that well, that that thing just hit me. We had it the day before Friday, and she really wanted to try it with Cotter Eye because she loves salted caramel. And we had it. She only gave me like two bites of it. 
she she did not want to share it whatsoever. <laughs> and it was ama- it tasted amazing too. I, that was definitely one of the best. That's in my top three. But the thing is, I don't know if that's a feature, if that's just in the booth, or if they're going to have that all year round because it wasn't in the booth. It was inside the garden grill, um, which is there all year round. So if they had this all year round, yeah, this is something you're definitely going to have to try. And it's not even, it's three ninety nine. It's a nice, good cup size. Um, if you're a pass holder, it's, it's three twenty, I believe. And it's definitely worth the price too. You get a lot of bang for your buck with this dessert. The nice thing is, is they gave you guys discounts, um, over there with, cause I was under the impression that those are just, um, just being offered for the event but it's nice that you could get your discount on that since it was taking place in um in an actual quick service location yeah quick service yeah and um, you could also get the sausage trio uh sampler that we had made for us too at that uh location yes very nice I think that covers everything, right? Um, yeah, we we did a lot of walking that day or the past two days. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Uh, I'm so happy they brought it back last year and they're going to keep bringing it back every year hopefully. Um, it's a big hit when it does come to, you know, the annual pass holders, but not only that, the people coming to the park, you know, just for trips and stuff like that. Foodies, you this is something you you have to do. This is on, you know, your list when it comes to California cuisine, so, you know, wanting to find out what, and then stuff you could also, stuff you can make at home. If you ask anybody, any chef there, they will tell you how to make these dishes or they will guide you to like where you can go to find out how to make these dishes too, which is another great. It's awesome that they do that. Yeah. Well, that is our show for today. I know we gave you a lot of information, so it's a longer than usual podcast because we did such a big review. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for downloading the show. As you know, we are part of the Weeby Geeks Network and can be found on iTunes, streamed on Stitcher Radio, or you can watch us, as Bub mentioned earlier, you can watch us on YouTube and kind of see some of the things that, um, you know, like the pens and the all that kind of stuff if you want to check it out there. Um, be sure <laughs> to like and subscribe to our feeds don't forget please share our show with your friends give us a five-star rating and review on itunes we would love it if you would do that for us um some of you have asked how can i help this show out well there's some easy ways you can do that you can shop our affiliate links so if you go to dining at disney.com you can shop the disney store garden grocers which delivers groceries to the walt disney world resorts as well as jelly belly um, you can pick up our Dining at Disney um, books that we have, ebooks. We've got an Epcot dining guide, as well as in the fall, we do an Epcot Food and Wine Festival guide. And then, of course, there is Patreon. Uh, you can support the show that way. That helps us, um, you know, with getting new microphones or new webcams, things like that, that we can do to improve this show for you, as well as the website. So don't forget, yeah, you can check us out on Patreon as well. Bubba, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, big underscore Bubba underscore B. You can see the pictures that we took um from the food and wine festival and uh you know other disney news that's going on i'll try to keep you guys updated too for uh so follow me on there give me a like give me a holler ask me questions if i'm ever in the park or if you have i have friends that go to the park practically every day if you ever have questions about something i could always ask them and get you the info on it stuff like that you know especially when it comes to 
you know, merchandise and stuff like that because everybody wants pins or rose tumblers. That oh my gosh, that's crazy. Two hours for, but I did get a rose tumbler. A friend did buy one for me, which is great. So, uh, oh, thank you, son. I'm so glad. I wish we did get those uh, Pirates of the Caribbean mugs that day, two of the Steins, which you did to post a picture on the Dining at Disney, uh, you know, Instagram and Facebook, which looked pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, give me a like, give me a holler, and let's talk well, food, if, Disney food. If they have those um signs for pirates again we've got to get those they're so cool they should have they should have them in may when pirates of the caribbean come out comes out so this was just limited which we might talk about on the next show was when we went we the next day we did pirates 50th so we could talk about that another time definitely (laughs) all the the madness that was (laughs) (laughs) as far as dining at disney you can find us on dining at disney.com you can follow us on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and periscope and then as far as youtube unfortunately we are the dining at disney i don't know why youtube had to make it complicated for us but they did (laughs) um and if you have any questions comments um reviews, anything you would like to send us, you can email us at podcast at dining at Disney.com. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.